ShineWithyT podcast, episode two. I'm your host, Ethan Campbell, marketing specialist here at ShineWithyT. I'm joined today by Bobby Cordell, our director of marketing and customer service. Thanks for being on the show with me, Bobby. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Now, this episode's all about the origin of tea, as the listeners know from the title of this podcast. And we probably have at least a few listeners wondering why we'd bring in the marketing and customer service director for this episode. So, why did we bring you on? Uh, well, I'm not only the director of marketing and customer service, I also am trained in tea, much like the owner, Sue Ann, who was on the, the first episode that we had. I've been through boot camp for tea, been to the World Tea Expo, taken several classes, and I'm actually the matcha expert for Shineworthy Tea right now. So I do all the black label teas and the research behind them, and uh, we'll get into what a black label tea is later on. But uh, yeah, I'm very well educated, as they say. Now that introductions are out of the way, before we talk about where tea came from, first we need to talk about what is tea. So, what is it? Well, first of all, it's delicious. <laughs> if you haven't had our tea, uh, I recommend that you try it. But tea itself is from the Camellia sinensis, which is a species of evergreen shrub, which is basically a small tree. And uh, the leaf buds and leaves are used to produce tea. So you're taking the extract of that, and that's what we call tea here today. So there's only one plant that creates black, green, white teas. That's right. Uh, it's a common misconception that you know, white tea, black tea, green tea is all from a different source, but it all comes from the same plant. And what indicates the type of tea is basically what's done with it after it's picked. So now that we know what tea is, we want to know where it came from. Who would even think to pour boiling water on some leaves to create a hot liquid they're supposed to drink? Well, there's some, uh, some legends behind how it all started. There's a popular Chinese legend where Xinyang, the legendary emperor of China, he was like an in inventor of agriculture and Chinese medicine at the time. He was outside drinking a bowl of, of just boiled water. The legend is that leaves from the tea plant just blew and landed in his bowl, and he continued to drink it and became surprised at what he tasted, and he was pleasantly surprised and continued to do the process. He even took it and tried to use it in medicine, did some testing where he would, like, take something poisonous and then eat the leaves after to see if it counteracted. Whether that's true or not, we'll never know, uh, but that's the legend behind tea that most people go with. Sounds pretty different from the story I heard. <laughs> what was that? Well, there's an Indian monk and prince named Bodhi Dharma. Well, he was practicing some Zen Buddhist uh, ritual where he was trying to stay awake for nine years, something like that. Wow. And in the last couple years, he fell asleep. And as punishment, he cut off his eyelids, and they fell and became what would eventually become a tree, and that's what they used to make tea from. Yeah, you know, I actually have heard that one. Believe it or not, that's not the one that we share in the store when we're making drinks for people. You know, let me serve you this glass of what used to be eyelids, and but the legend from India, you've got a lot of things influencing that, like Hinduism and, and all sorts of things that could lead to that story. I prefer the one from China. Yep. It sounds a lot more believable. It does, yeah. Well, yes and no. <laughs> so obviously there are some ridiculous stories surrounding tea, but all of that will probably cause some to wonder how it managed to travel around the world from some guy's eyelids to my pitcher of southern sweet tea on the counter. Right, yeah. You know, China is definitely the origin of where tea came from. Whether or not it just flew into the emperor's bowl, we'll never know. But we do know that... That is the origin, and they began to trade with the areas surrounding there, and it spread from there to Japan and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, part of the processes and the way they became white tea, black tea, green tea, was how they 
like I said, how they handled it after they picked it. And then some of that had to do with transporting it between the, the different places that they were exporting it to and what would last longest. Like black tea obviously would last longer because it's oxidized the longest already. So it's not going to suffer from the oxidation of, of travel and being in the open air. Which is why Britain enjoys black tea a lot better than green tea and why China likes green tea, the original, over black tea. Exactly. It, it makes sense when you think about it that way. And black tea is delicious. I mean, it, it really just, it's all preference. And a lot of it has to do with the culture. But I don't see a lot of Chinese people drinking black tea when they come in. But that is where a lot of the black tea originates from as well as India. It's not just about that, but they do produce the black tea as well. But mainly for export at right. the time. So given that we have all these different kinds of teas and all their different origins, how did tea in America come to be what it is today? Well, it's funny you ask. With the British influence that we have here in our country and the colonization, obviously tea was a major part of everybody's diet. Everybody was drinking it, and it's just what they did on a daily basis. You had your tea time. Well, we had that here too for a while. But what began to happen was Britain monopolized the tea trade and also we're overtaxing the Americans for tea. So at one point, America got fed up with it. And we had what was called the Boston Tea Party. little thing. A little thing. And uh, they tossed all the tea into the harbor. And you had the Tea Act involved in all that. And Americans went to another drink. It was almost considered unpatriotic for an American at the time. Well, it wasn't America at that point. It was colonies. Yep. You had basically, if you were here drinking tea, you were on their side. <laughs> and so on the British side, whereas... Yeah, so they, they went to other drinks such as alcohol and uh, coffee. <laughs> coffee, and, and that's why you see today, even today, you see a Starbucks on every corner. Little coffee shops came to be way before tea shops and tea rooms around here. We're beginning to see some of that shift. It's my opinion that that was quite a long time ago, and we could probably let that go yep. and start enjoying tea. It's got health benefits. It's just a great way to unwind and relax and enjoy your day. And, you know, I'm not going to let the old british take that away from me at this point you know i I say we take it back there you go (laughs) i'm just kidding london don't don't call me uh (laughs) some of our best customers are british some of our best customers are british and when they come to america they're happy that we're here because we have the education and we have high quality loose leaf teas that's what they're used to drinking they're not used to drinking the tea bags that we have here it's just it's all about educating and we're helping educate customers on what is good tea? Because it hasn't been in America for quite some time. And when it has been, it's been very small pockets. Uh, you know, you have your little tea rooms in the south. In the larger cities, you have some of the cultures that have come together and brought tea into that area. But it hasn't really spread nationally. Uh, it's starting to now. And we're excited about that. Excited to be a part of that. Yes, definitely. That is all we have for you today. Thank you for listening. And thank you, Bobby, for being my co-host for this episode. Well, it's been a pleasure. Uh, To our listeners, I hope you enjoyed hearing a little bit about the origin of tea. And if you'd like more information about us and what we do, please check our website at www.shineworthytea.com, all one word. Um, If you'd like to be updated on what we're up to and when the next podcast releases, subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Google+. If you like what you heard, uh, please leave us a rating or write us a review. Tell us what we did well and what we can improve on. Uh, Thanks for listening, and have a wonderful day.